Hello and welcome back to the last slice of pizza. I am your host James and today we are going over the episode Winner Take All. And we begin on the original five playing an elemental card game that's just kind of stack based. So like uh like Raven plays fire but uh, Beast Boy plays water to put out the fire, I think. But then, uh, I'm sorry if I'm fumbling a little bit here. I do go into specific details later in the episode. Trust me. But for now, is this this bit is based on memory. So I think Robin. No. Mm, shoot, I don't know who. Okay, I don't know the order of who, but it's. Basically, wood was on the thing, then someone played fire, then someone played water, then someone played sun to dry up the water, but then someone played, like, rain clouds or thunderstorms. That was Robin. That was Robin who played, like, thunder clouds to block out the sun. That is that. So, after that, Robin appears to be in the lead, and Raven and Beast Boy drop out. Starfire, who is still learning the game, asks if she should go the fish. Beast Boy and Raven tell her to fold, and Starfire asks if that means she's victorious, and Beast Boy and Ray shake their heads no. Robin is on his high horse and thinks he's won it all, but Cyborg challenges him, saying he has one more card. Winner take all. Robin accepts. That's the name of the episode. Not Robin accepts but winner take all. But that that line gets repeated later. I'm a little all over the place tonight. I'm not gonna lie. So um, Robin then plays Tornado and asks Cyborg if he can beat that. The other three are in awe, and Cyborg says okay, mm and dramatically plays Meteor Shower. And Beast Boy said it's the one in a million card. That beats all other cards, and they are in awe. Cyborg takes the pile, and Robin is aggravated. Starfire and Ray try to calm him down, with Raven saying, Winning isn't everything. Robin replies, It's just the only thing that matters. Robin asks for a rematch, but Cyborg says, You're out of cards. Robin asks Beast Boy for his cards, but Beast Boy is dumbfounded. He and Robin are teleported away, and Cyborg is soon after. Starfire asks if this is part of the game, and Raven shrugs. So, the three guys arrive in a dome in space, along with some other young heroes, as well as Gizmo. Not Mammoth, for some reason. So, they are all greeted by this, like, human beast figure, who's just wearing a loincloth and that's it he's like covered in gray fur he has elf ears he has like these little fangs and he calls himself the master of games and allows them to compete in his tournament of games and we get the japanese intro which i'm gonna say is is fair considering the the previous episode was a big plot episode and you know what? We're just going to go into it. The next episode is also a big plot episode for the seasonal plot. So 
yeah just this episode is meant to uh lighten the blow because i'm gonna pull the curtain back for a little bit so the rest of the episode takes place here and i did tell you the next episode is big plot and it focuses on the male titans here and yeah <laughs> Terra Terra isn't in the episode a whole lot. She's not in I, she's at the very end. Again, I'm I'm all over the place. I have like no idea why I'm going here, 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 and here, here, here uh with this episode, but I guess um we'll just have to roll with it. <laughs> so uh, like, Tara's not really in this episode, even though she is at the very end, but again, whatever. Even though she's, like, a full-fledged titan now. And they really aren't doing much with that until the next episode, which is plot. I am sorry <laughs> if I'm, like, like if, if you're able to see my cards that I'm trying to hold to my chest, but can't quite. <laughs> but anyway, this is kind of what I mean when I say the show is bleeding on the cutting edge. Where, like, the the two Terra episodes before are, like, cutting edge. And this is just the blood dripping. Where we don't really see Terra in a prominent role until the next episode and this episode kind of plays with the idea that maybe you don't know Tara is in the Titans and that like if you're just flipping through the channel and just pick up on this you wouldn't notice her disappearance but that, that's kind of what I mean. Uh, yeah, the, I maybe should insert a, uh, a mm, I don't know how much I'm actually spoiling, though, is the thing. Because I don't know what someone wouldn't know if they were watching this for the first time. So I guess I'm going to have to be somewhat vague despite being somewhat obvious but anyway that's what I mean like I think if this show were to be made today that there would be like a few episodes of like Terra and, and the Titans just like doing something and like the episode focus like on someone else while Tara is like secondary to the uh, like plot or role or whatever or even like you know involved but not the focus kind of like uh you know uh like Robin in a transformation or maybe like starfire in date with destiny but (laughs) 
to uh, confuse you even more, the comic series based on the show, which is called Teen Titans Go, which is a little confusing in this day and age, I know, but the comic is called Teen Titans Go, and I remember reading some of it, and they do have a little bit of that. But this episode just kind of sidesteps this entirely. And that's what I mean. So, why, why am I talking about this now? Well, there's no real point comparing this episode to the greater season at large yet. I will get there. There is a method to this madness. There's a path to it. It's a little complex, but right now is not the time to arrive at that station. So for now, let's just look at this episode as its own thing. So I'm getting all of that out of the way right now just to like put it out there. Just if like we need to focus on this episode on its own instead of where it is in the story because that's kind of how it's written anyway. So, after the opening, the Master of Games introduces the competition and the competitors. So the ones we know are Robin, Cyborg, Beast Boy, Gizmo, and Aqualad, and the ones that are introduced in this episode are Hotspot, a fire hero, Wildebeest, a human wildebeest hero who is strong, and Speedy, a user of bows and arrows. The Master of Games goes on to say that they are eight brave and worthy champions, but only one shall win. Beast Boy asks if the winner gets something like a moped and he imagines himself being flocked by girls in Paris while he's riding a moped. So I'm going to back up for a second. So at this point, Terra is at the tower and Beast Boy is interested in her romantically. So it's a little odd, but they could just be adoring fans. So yeah, I guess they're really like playing with whether or not you know Terra is supposed to be at the tower right now. Back on task. The Master of Games says that there will be no moped, but there will be prizes. He says that this will prove who the best young hero is, and he also offers those who wish to leave the ability to do so. But none of them take uh, him up on that. So the master then tells everyone to prepare and then leaves. The competitors interact for a bit with Beast Boy and Aqualad catching up and Beast Boy asking, ready to see me win those prizes? But then Aqualad's like, nah, but uh, when I win, you can have my autograph. Cyborg then asks why Gizmo is here since the tournament's for heroes. But then Gizmo says, you think you're too afraid you'll lose? And then things get intense. Hotspot wonders what that smell is and realizes it's Wildebeest. 
And then Robin and Speedy introduced themselves, and as two non-powered teens who were prominent sidekicks, they hit it off to the point where Beast Boy tells Cyborg, I didn't know Robin had a clone. So the Master announces the first round has begun and teleports the heroes and Gizmo away to their combat arenas. The first round is Cyborg versus Gizmo, whose arena is a series of circular platforms. Beast Boy versus Wildebeest, whose arena is a suspended steel cage surrounded by other suspended steel cages. Aqualad versus Speedy, whose arena is a body of water and a ring of stepping stones. And Robin versus Hotspot, whose arena is a tube that they are inside. So the match begins and the music kicks up. And the music for this fight can be described best as as Mortal Kombat as you can get without it being Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to be breaking down a lot of fights. This episode's a lot of action, and there's a lot of breaking down of what's going on. So, Hotspot fires the first shot, but Robin deflects it and gives him a kick. Robin spins his bow, but Hotspot takes advantage by going into a spinning kick using his flames to propel him, which uh, prompts Robin to be on the back foot, and Hotspot unleashes another shot, which has Robin running away. Cut to Cyborg hopping from platform to platform while Gizmo is flying around with his, well, Gizmos, uh, shooting at him and taunting him. So then uh, Speedy is running from stone to stone, but Aqualad is catching up to him. He goes for a punch, but uh, misses because the stone rises into a pillar and then the rest do, which seems a little skewed since I don't think Speedy initiated that at all, but I'm not 100% sure on that. That's one of the sort of issues I have with this episode on, on its own merits, not anything to do with uh, the the bigger story at large is that it it kind of goes a little fast in that if they had more time they could maybe flesh out one or two more things this being one of them but overall it's still solid so anyway uh where was I right so the rest of the stones rise up into pillars and then Speedy uses arrows as if he was uh, bow fishing, but Aqualad keeps dodging and swimming out of the way. Speedy then pulls out a special arrow that uh, lands and causes Aqualad to get shocked. Speedy laughs, but then a pillar of water comes up and Aqualad comes in for the punch. So, Wildebeest charges at Beast Boy, but he becomes a bat to try and escape. So, uh, Beast Boy figures he out that he cannot leave the cage... And then flies around Wildebeest and then turns uh, into a snake to bind him, causing the cage to move. And as the cage moves, we see this really cool thing of where we see, like, uh, Beast Boy transform from a snake into a gorilla where he is handling Wildebeest. And then uh, Wildebeest breaks free and knocks Beast Boy to the edge of the cage and then busts the cage open. So, to stay in, though, Beast Boy turns into a skunk and sprays Wildebeest, causing him to gross out at the stench. So, at the tube, Hotspot is still chasing and blasting Robin, and it gets trickier as pillars erupt, but 
Robin uses that to his advantage. He propels himself off the ground and launches a disc, which extinguishes Hotspot's flames on his hands, and then Robin goes on the counteroffensive. Cyborg lands on a platform, and then Gizmo swoops down to swoop up, only for Cyborg to catch him and rip his wings off. Gizmo launches into his robo-legs to knock Cyborg down and attempt to pin him, but uh, Cyborg grabs uh, the legs that uh, Gizmo is trying to pin him with, and Gizmo asks, Still think I don't belong in your stinking tournament? I'm going to go on a mini-tangent again, and that might be a small cry for help. That maybe Gizmo wants to be a good guy. You don't know. But Cyborg uh, counters, Yeah, and I think it's time to someone gave you the boot. He lifts his foot and a blast comes out of it, causing Gizmo to fly up. And once he falls, Cyborg catches Gizmo and takes his pack off. And... Uh, Cyborg is declared the winner, and Gizmo complains before being zapped by lightning away. So, Aquad is trying to force Speedy into submission, even uh, changing his own body into water to attempt to, like, you know, drown him a little bit. But Speedy pulls out an arrow that freezes the pillar and Aqualad with it. Speedy is declared the winner, and he wonders if Aqualad is all right, but Aqualad gets zapped away, too. Robin continues beating up Hotspot and is declared the winner. Hotspot is teleported away as well. So Wildebeest comes to his senses, but Beast Boy is now a lion who charges him. Wildebeest grapples Beast Boy, and he turns into all sorts of different animals to try and escape, but Wildebeest gets a new grip on him every time until Beast Boy goes T-Rex. At first, Wildebeest is intimidated, but the cage floor breaks, sending Beast Boy falling. He is zapped away, and Wildebeest is declared the winner. So the four winners are taken back. Robin's excited, Speedy made it, and Cyborg points out that Beast Boy didn't. The Master of Games comes to congratulate them for surviving. They ask what he means by that, understandably so, and he assures them they're safe. He says he transported them back to their homes. Uh, he tells the winning contestants to get some rest for tomorrow, since tomorrow is round two. So the music gets a little more ominous as he teleports them away. He gloats that no matter who wins he gets the prizes and we close in on the gem in his necklace and losers are inside begging to be let out so later that that night a knock is heard cyborg is telling robin it's him robin opens up wondering what's up cyborg is worried since he tried calling the tower to see if beast boy is okay and we see that in a little animated bit where it almost reaches the tower's phone, but uh, it doesn't, and we see Starfire and Raven in the tower, but again, not Terra. Robin states, We're in another dimension. Kind of thing that's outside of your call range. Besides, the master said he was fine. Cyborg says he has a bad feeling about this, and Robin agrees that it wouldn't hurt to investigate. They start off, but almost immediately, Robin comes to a conclusion. Cyborg is confused about what this is. Robin 
believes that this is a play to make him lose. Cyborg is shocked at the accusation. Robin explains that we're going to be up all night searching for something, finding nothing, and while Cyborg can charge himself up in 15 minutes, Robin will not get a lot of sleep. And then the next round, Cyborg will easily pick the fatigued Robin off. Cyborg says that that's not the case, but Robin doesn't buy it and goes back to bed. Cyborg begins investigating while mumbling about Robin and his competitive spirit and his ego and all that stuff. So he senses something and sees the shadow of Gizmo's robo-legs and wonders if it's him. Uh, He detaches his arm to find out, follows the legs, and he gets a camera on it, only to see that it's the Master of Games. The Master of Games is gloating about the new powers he has and can't wait for round two. Cyborg makes himself known and announces, there's not going to be a round two. The Master of Games says that there will be, but you are disqualified. The two start fighting, and the Master of Games make good use of his stolen powers. Cyborg tries to blast the jewel, but the jewel uses its power to suck Cyborg in. The Master of Games uh, tests out his new ability while gloating about his latest victory. The next day, Speedy, Robin, and Wildebeest are in the common area, and Speedy says, May the best man win. Wildebeest takes offense to that, and Speedy modifies it to, May the best champion win. Wildebeest nods approvingly. Robin asks where Cyborg, the master of games, comes out and explains that Cyborg will not be joining us. He has been disqualified for trying to sabotage his fellow contestants. Robin says, Should have played fair. The master of games announces, that with only three of them, they go straight to the final round. A three-way match. They are teleported to the final arena. And it's a moon or an asteroid where the contestants start on a floating little platform above it. So the battle begins and Robin tries to kick Wildebeest, but Wildebeest catches and throws him. Speedy tries shooting an arrow, but Wildebeest seems to be impervious to it. Robin and Speedy try a two-person offensive on Wildebeest, but Wildebeest dodges. Wildebeest attacks, but Robin dodges. Speedy fires three arrows, but they're all, uh, you know, deflected. Robin hops on Speedy's bow and grabs Wildebeest by the horns to drag him down. Speedy says thanks, but Robin says don't thank me yet. Speedy notices there's a disc by his feet, and it turns into ice, causing him to slip. Robin says, we are playing to win, and then Wildebeest grabs him. Speedy acknowledges that they're playing to win and pulls out a bow that turns the tip into a boxing glove. Robin escapes, but the arrow hits Wildebeest, and it knocks him up. And then when he lands, he shatters the platform. And he is also considered a loser at this point. Speedy says... May the best man win. Robin retorts, I intend to. The not Mortal Kombat music gets more orchestral and less Mortal Kombat. And the platform crumbles and they start to fall. Speedy uses his grappling arrow to grapple to a falling rock while Robin advances over several falling rocks to get to Speedy. Speedy jumps back and then shoots some arrows causing Robin to jump back. Now... Grabbing onto the edge of one of the falling rocks, uh, Speedy tries shooting Robin, but he keeps dodging, and Robin uses his grappling hook to grapple Speedy for some mid-air CQC, which Speedy wins with his bow. 
Robin lands on a falling rock and Speedy gets to a different run. The rocks touch down and from the smoke, Speedy and Robin emerge ready for battle. Speedy fires some arrows, but Robin closes in for some on-the-ground CQC. Robin locks his bow with Speedy's bow, and in their stalemate, they begin to talk. Speedy says, just a friendly competition. Robin says, yeah, should be fun. Speedy says, because winning isn't everything. Robin says, it's just the only thing that matters. They break off from each other, and Speedy fires more arrows. Robin dodges and launches one of his discs. Speedy counters with an arrow, and the collision causes an explosion. The battle continues with Robin dodging more of Speedy's arrows before he launches three at the same time. Robin dodges, but soon realizes those are heat-seeking arrows. So he runs around more and maneuvers into a position to make the heat-seeking arrows crash into the ground and continues running, dodging more arrows. Once he's in position, he launches a disc, while Speedy launches a net arrow. Robin gets caught, but Speedy gets frozen up. Robin uses one of his bird orangs to cut the net, while Speedy uses a pulse arrow to break free from the ice. Robin throws a bird orang, but Speedy dodges it, and then on the return, Speedy aims and fires his arrow before it gets back to Robin, and causes an explosion, but Robin dodges the explosion and goes all out by closing in and doing some fighting. After some exchanges, Robin delivers a kick, which breaks Speedy's bow and ends the battle. Robin says, you lose. Speedy replies, but was it worth it? Robin pauses for a moment. Speedy then gets zapped into the jewel while the master of games is pleased. Robin is brought back into the main hall where the master of games congratulates him. Robin asks about the prizes, and the Master of Games says, I said there would be prizes, but I didn't say they were for you. And he explains that he has the losers as his prizes, and he has become invincible, and he starts taking the form of all uh, the other contestants. Robin is a little worried, but his quick thinking goads the Master of Games on. How can you be an invincible if you don't have me. The Master of Games is taken in by this, and Robin offers one more round. Winner take all, and the Master of Games allow it. A new final round between the two of them. The Master of Games starts off by blasting fire, Cyborg's arm cannon, and arrows, which Robin dodges. Robin uses his grappling hook to hook to a wall to close in to hit the Master of Games. Also, the music gets even more intense. Like, I, I don't mean it like it's different music. It changes. It's, it's the same track. It's just the first part of the track is broken up with the first round, the second round, and then the third round. So, like, if you would play it all together, it would just kind of flow into each other. That's what I mean. That's, that's honestly really cool, and I love that about this episode. <laughs> So the master of the game shoots water out of his mouth, which Robin dodges but does slip on the floor. He tries grappling uh, his gizmo leg, but the line breaks and he's hit with another arm cannon blast. The master of games lets out flames, which Robin uses his cape to block. And the master of games claims he always wins, but Robin bursts from the flames, wiping them out, creating a little circle around him. 
and says, Not today. The master of games turns his Beast Boy arm into a snake, but Robin jumps on it and kicks the jewel, causing it to release Speedy and Cyborg. Speedy says, Nice work. While Cyborg says, Told you something weird about this game. The master of games, having lost his abilities, is still assured of his victory, but Robin says winning isn't everything, which enrages him. The master of games unleashes more fire, but Robin dodges it, and Cyborg and Speedy are out of the way naturally. Cyborg blasts the master of games while Speedy is waiting for his moment. After the third blast, the jewel is in the right position, and Speedy takes his shot, nailing it. Robin kicks the arrow in further, freeing everyone else. The master of games admits defeat and then disappears, leaving the jewel behind. So, after all this, Robin says, As far as I'm concerned, you're all honorary titans, and gives everyone who didn't already have one a communicator. Gizmo is excited for his, but Cyborg takes it away, saying, You're not a good guy, remember? And Gizmo mutters, But Gizmo could be a good guy if you gave him a chance. Then again... I do understand completely why Cyborg might not want to give that chance to someone who has meddled in his personal mechanics. I get that. (laughs) So Robin apologizes to Speedy, saying he acted like a jerk. And Speedy says, we both were. But it was your drive to win that saved us. Robin explains that it wasn't his drive to win that saved him. He was fighting for his friends. Robin picks up the jewel thanks everyone, and sends them all home. The flash happens, they all disappear, but then another flash happens, bringing Starfire, Raven, and Terra, who's in the background, but we can see, and five other girls who we don't get to see, but we see silhouettes, although I don't think they mean anything, but... (laughs) Into this dimension, with the Master of Games greeting them all for the Champion of Heroines tournament. Starfire tells Raven she has a bad feeling about this, which ends the episode. A nice little comedic twist on uh, on this. So, yeah, Terra's there, but clearly not as a main component, and doesn't even get a role. Which means we really only have to look at this episode on its own merits for now. Again... I will loop back around, but for now, how does this episode stack up? Overall, I think it's an incredibly fun episode. It has a lot of interesting fights, and that's always good, and it it does action well, and it structures the action well. Uh, There are a few things which might go by a little fast, especially the delivery of the lesson and how fast Robin learns it. But really, you can only do so much with, like, 22 minutes. And while it didn't go as deep as I would have liked it, the message is clear-cut and has a good setup and payoff. And, like, it's important to, like, get that stuff off first and maybe worry about the structuring later because like it it if you make the lesson too complicated like people might miss it but 
Like here, it's not complicated at all. Like it's okay to be competitive with your friends, but don't go overboard because it will cloud your judgment and it will like make you think that the person who is your enemy is really your friend and your friend is really your enemy and that kind of stuff. But like the creme de la creme of this episode is definitely Jim Cummings as the master of games. He always does a terrific job, like always. But like this is one that like I think is a little underrated because like he, he plays menacing but also slightly goofy and like instruction. It's a lot of like what Jim Cummings does in like other individual roles in one role. And it's, it's great. So really like this is a fairly simple, but fun episode with maybe a little, a bit of like hiccups here and there, but generally speaking, on its own, I think this episode is really good. And that will be it for this episode of the last slice of pizza. I once again wish to thank the Unknown King for the use of our theme song. And be sure to leave your comments and reviews on Anchor on Apple Podcast, on the Google Play Store, and wherever else RSS feeds go when they are transported to another dimension to fight. And be sure to tune in next time where we go over the episode Betrayal. I will see you then.